0: Crown of Thorns by Iris Blufick Chapter 22 Beginnings
1: It's still blooming,
0: Crowley said, abandoning his rolling carry-on in favour of opening the sliding glass door. Aziraphale hastily dropped his suitcase and followed him into the garden. Crowley stopped short in front of the Rosa Rugosa, which trembled where it sprawled along the shed wall.
1: How is it still blooming? November's almost here.
0: We're set to have a mild winter, Aziraphale reminded him. It's still fairly warm. Crowley crouched next to the flourishing roses, pale fingers turning the soil.
1: That stubborn exposed root finally got the message, he said. Good.
0: Uriel's very persuasive, said Aziraphale, kneeling beside him. He reached a thumb one velvety petal, and it came away in his grasp.
2: Your field guide was right. These buggers spread quite quickly. You'll
0: have to keep after them with the pruning shears.
1: Don't tell me how to do my job,
0: Crowley said irritably, but he was suppressing a half-smile. Do you know he mused,
1: that it just occurred to me.
0: He reached above the waist-high level of thorny branches and placed one palm against the shed, tilting his head just so.
1: How did you phrase it at the time? Said it was very Roman of me?
0: Before Aziraphale could respond, his coat pocket chimed and vibrated cheerfully.
1: Anathema nattering on about a case?
0: Crowley asked, rising to his feet and dusted off his hands.
1: No, wait, don't tell me. It's Pippa asking how the return flight was.
0: Amanda Tomlin, said Azurafail, reading off Mandy's official label in his contacts folder as he opened her text message.
2: She hopes we've had a pleasant return journey, and she'd like to schedule coming over for a meal, as the holidays are coming on, and she's not sure how much of next month she'll have off. Thoughts?
1: Bit forward of her, isn't it? I know you invited them and everything, but this place is a tip, and I haven't the faintest idea what to cook for them. He's Spanish, she said?
0: Uh, what? said Aziraphale guiltily, already typing a response in which he'd begun to say Tuesday the next week ought to be fine.
2: Oh, you mean her young man?
0: Yes. Crowley frowned, stepping away from Aziraphale and the roses. He was looking for the ducks, Aziraphale realised, one hand shading his eyes against the bright sunset.
1: Does Romeo have a name? I know you must have told me, but I forgot.
0: Ivan, Aziraphale said, wincing a little as Crowley attempted a duck call.
1: Ivan what? How am I supposed to know what part of the country he's from if I haven't got a surname to go on? Aha, look, here they come.
0: I haven't the faintest idea, Aziraphale sighed, joining Crowley at the edge of the garden. All six of the ducklings had crowded around his feet, cheeping expectantly. They were bigger now, but still covered in fine, downy fuzz. One of them tottered over to Aziraphale and tugged on the hem of his trousers, followed by two of its siblings.
1: "'Sounds incredibly basque,'
0: said Crowley darkly, crouching to scritch their fluffy heads and let them nip at his wrists.
1: "'Bum-happy rebels, the lot of them.'
0: "'Crowley, please remember your manners.' Aziraphale sighed, bending to let the ducklings inspect his empty hands.
2: We can't know that, and anyway, I highly doubt he'd be working abroad in the EU if he harboured separatist sentiments.
0: They're bloody hungry, Crowley said, scanning the rise and scarcely visible stretch of beach beyond.
1: Where have mum and dad got off to?
0: He asked the smallest of the lot, which just tilted his head at him forlornly.
1: Look at that colouring starting to develop. They're all girls.
0: Aziraphale studied the overgrown patch of Danish scurvy grass until something amiss caught his eye. He left Crowley to distribute some hastily miracled mealworms and approached the tangle of greenery. There were feathers scattered amidst the leaves. Feathers and splotches of blood that had dried so dark they seemed black.
2: My dear... "'One hates to be the harbinger of bad news, but I think—'
1: "'Foxes,'
0: Crowley said grimly, already cross-legged in the grass, "'with the whole gaggle in his lap, still handing out worms.'
1: "'Why they didn't take the thought too—hey, not so fast,' he told the little one, you will end up with a bellyache.'
2: "'I suspect it was a pair of them hunting together,' Aziraphale said, "'scratching at some of the blood.' They got one parent each. The young ones managed to scatter and escape. It must have happened last night, he continued. The
0: poor things.
1: There's nothing for it,
0: Crowley said, brushing his hands off.
1: That's enough for now,
0: he told the ducklings, glancing up at Aziraphale.
1: They'll have to stay in the shed.
0: Not with those dangerous gardening implements they won't, said Aziraphale.
1: Fine. "'I'll clear it,'
0: Crowley replied, and snapped his fingers.
1: "'Satisfied?'
0: "'I suppose,' Azuraphel sighed. "'As long as there's straw and heat lamps.'
1: "'You'd better finish that
0: text,' Crowley told him, "'busy coaxing the ducklings out of his lap and in the direction of the shed, "'the door of which now stood invitingly open.' As "'Aziraphale had silenced his phone, "'so Crowley hadn't heard Mandy's response arrive. "'Tuesday it is,' he said, "'feeling only a vague wash of relief. "'Plenty of time.' Late the next morning, Aziraphale was busy frowning at an attachment-laden email from anathema when a teaspoonful of something that smelled suspiciously like Branston pickle, but infinitely more tempting, insinuated itself beneath his nose.
1: Try this,
0: Crowley demanded, waving the spoon.
1: Have I got it right?
0: You've got taste buds of your own, my dear, Aziraphale reminded him but one look at Crowley's vexed expression was sufficient to prompt him to close the email and obediently open his mouth. The sweet sour tang of malt vinegar gave way to apple and sultana sweetness with a hint of apricot. He detected chopped swede, carrot, gherkin, red onion, cauliflower and beetroot in the flawlessly textured crunch of it. He caught a stray dollop of the stuff on his index finger and licked it away.
1: I used russets instead of pippins, Crowley said. It's probably too sweet. Hmm.
0: As Irrafale swiveled his chair around, fixing the angle at which he'd caught Crowley's mouth, which had been rather awkward, he heard the teaspoon slip from Crowley's grasp and land on the carpet with a soft thump. Crowley slid into Aziraphale's lap. Do you think so? Aziraphale asked, breathing hotly against Crowley's cheek. Not really, Crowley said.
1: I just wanted to see what you'd do.
0: I think, Aziraphale continued, I'd like to feed you some of that myself. Crowley shivered and squirmed invitingly.
1: I wouldn't be averse.
0: Just then, something squeaked and tugged on Aziraphale's trouser leg. Within ten seconds, it was several fluffy, restless somethings squeaking and tugging by turns. Crowley, you didn't, sighed Azuraphale, but the appeal was admittedly futile.
1: I put some grapes in a bowl on the kitchen floor and piled some ruddy towels for them to play in,
0: Crowley said, sounding more baffled than annoyed.
1: They were perfectly content to just eat and chase each other about while I worked.
0: And follow you if it suited them, no doubt, Aziraphale muttered.
1: Games up, kids,
0: Crowley told the ducklings, shifting out of Aziraphale's lap with a wince.
1: Time to go back outside. Don't get too used to this now.
0: Flustered, Aziraphale watched the three ducklings that had strayed into the study follow Crowley out at an obedient, wing-flapping dash. There really was nothing for it, he supposed. He got up and followed them to the kitchen, watched as Crowley herded all six out of the front door, vanished for about ten minutes, and pointedly returned without them. By then, Aziraphale had managed to inspect the jars on the worktop and the pot on the hob. They'd have enough pickle to give three or four jars away.
1: I'd like to give two of them to Pippa,
0: Crowley said, rubbing the back of his neck.
1: One for Nicola and Trevor, one for Anathema and Newt, one for Sophia and Adam.
2: That'll leave us only one or two jars for ourselves,
0: Aziraphale replied.
1: I'll make more,
2: Crowley
0: said.
1: Granted, this... Dinner you've arranged for tomorrow.
0: You needn't overstretch, Aziraphale told him, watching as Crowley continued to spoon the mostly cooled batch into jars.
2: They're not expecting anything
0: elaborate.
1: Mandy probably is,
0: said Crowley wearily.
1: She tried everything I made for the wedding and then went and raved about it to everybody at work. Did you know the manager has asked me to give the staff some advanced cookery lessons?
0: "'No,' Aziraphale said, startled. "'What did you tell him?'
1: "'I said I'd think about it,' Crowley sighed. "'He said he'd pay me.'
2: "'Why hadn't I thought of that?' Aziraphale wondered. "'Why hadn't he, for that matter?'
0: "'He suppressed his excitement and shrugged. "'If you fancy the diversion, I suppose?'
1: I fancy an afternoon with you and as little clothing as possible,
0: Crowley said waspishly, licking some pickle off his wrist.
1: Not plotting a whole blessed menu.
0: Aziraphale caught him around the waist and wrested the latest jar out of his grasp.
2: "'We've got all the makings of a proper English ploughman's lunch and high tea to hand.' Much easier on you, and Yvonne will appreciate the cultural gesture, I'm sure.
0: Crowley turned his head and tilted it until Aziraphale's mouth brushed his cheekbone.
1: The only gesture I'd appreciate, he said, is you picking up right where you left off.
0: Duly noted, Aziraphale whispered, kissing the faint blush he found there. Amanda, my dear girl, said Aziraphale, standing back as he
2: opened the door. How lovely to see you. And your young man too, of course,
0: he added. Mandy launched herself at Aziraphale so fast it was a miracle he even caught her.
3: I'm so glad to see you, she mumbled into his neck. That bastard sacked me last night.
0: Azuraphale appealed silently to Ivan for help. "'Ivan Sagarra the lad offered as if in apology, "'shaking Aziraphale's hand where it rested at the small of Mandy's back. "'He was brown-eyed, fair-skinned, and had bright ginger-blonde hair. "'Most notably of all, he was half an inch taller than Mandy, "'who was a tall girl to begin with. "'She was almost exactly the same height as Crowley, "'on whom Aziraphale had perhaps a quarter of an inch, "'and which most people tended never to notice.' The manager, Ivan clarified, releasing Aziraphale's hand.
2: They finally had a, um, well, pues, um, how do you say it, a verbal altercation that could
0: not be resolved. Your English is superb, Aziraphale told him and genuinely meant it. Fuck him, Mandy said, disentangling herself from Aziraphale. I don't want to work for an unethical bastard who cheats the new
3: weight staff out of ours anyway. "'It's not the same manager, is it, as when we first arrived?' Aziraphale ventured. "'No,' she said. "'Ed retired about a year and a half ago. He was lovely.'
2: i regret not to have worked for him,'
0: said Ivan, stroking Mandy's arm. There was tenderness in the gesture, an awed, delicate affection too fearful to be spoken. "'Do come in,' Aziraphale said, gesturing for them to follow.' In the kitchen, they found Crowley fussing with four artfully arranged plates. He didn't turn from placing small plots of pickle at the centre of each until he'd nudged the various wedges of cheese and apple back into place, frowning critically at his watch.
1: Terminally early, you,
0: Crowley told Mandy, wiping his hands off on the dish towel he'd set to one side.
1: I thought maybe this one
0: he indicated Ivan with a nod and a friendly, if restrained, smile.
1: Might cure you of it in this instance.
0: Try as he might, Aziraphale couldn't entirely shift his focus from the pile of tuckered-out ducklings sleeping soundly in a pile of towels in the farthest corner of the kitchen. He wondered if they'd be paddling in the bathtub for the rest of the winter. I'm afraid not, Mandy said, returning Crowley's chagrin with a tilted smile but her eyes almost immediately followed Aziraphale's and went wide.
3: You didn't tell him what I said that morning when you and Pippa were in for breakfast, did you? Nothing of the sort, Aziraphale sighed. Fox has
2: got the parents.
0: It's a pleasure to meet you, Ivan told Crowley earnestly, although he stood transfixed and more than slightly terrified of the sharp, appraising yellow eyes. Aziraphale tactfully joined Mandy in staring at the snoozing youngsters. They're all
3: girls, she said. You guys really are outnumbered. we would
0: noticed, replied Aziraphale, and bent to arrange the towels more snugly. Have they got names? Mandy asked, turning her head to listen in on what Crowley and Ivan were saying. Her conspiratorial expression faded.
3: Aziraphale
0: she said slowly.
3: How is it that your husband can speak my boyfriend's obscure dialect?
2: No names, I fear, said Aziraphale. You and your young man might have a crack at it, though, if you like. As for Crowley, well... I'm sure he's mentioned before that he spent some considerable time working in Spain and had reasonable cause to make sure he had Catalan and Basque as well as the majority. You both speak excellent
3: French,
0: Mandy continued, lowering her voice. I heard you translate
3: for that lady in the cafe a few months ago, and Crowley just had to add his tuppence worth, as if hearing just you hadn't been surprising enough.
2: ''French isn't surprising,''
0: said Aziraphale reasonably. ''It's sensible.'' Mandy stared at him in curious, quiet wonder. And then the other shoe dropped. ''Do
3: you guys work for MI6 or something?'' She asked
2: hesitantly. ''Should I ever have cause to tell you what I did for a living, or what Crowley did for a living, for that matter?'' I imagine we'd have lost the capacity to surprise each other, and I'd be quite sorry to see that happen. Let it suffice to say that our respective lines of work, which were parallel, if not the same, required a great deal of linguistic agility.
3: Yeah, but medieval Latin? Biblical Greek? Oh yeah, don't look so shocked. I talked to Sophia and the twins on Facebook. You guys
0: are both secret super geniuses. As Aziraphale glanced worriedly over his shoulder, but he needn't have been anxious. Crowley was mincing something on the cutting board in the middle of an explanation that sounded dreadfully archaic in Basque, but which was actually his favoured method of preparing watercress sandwiches. Ivan watched intently, interjecting every now and again with an eager question. The next thing Crowley said made him laugh. "'I don't know about that,' Aziraphale said, watching Mandy cuddle the smallest duckling which had begun to stir. "'We are awfully ordinary in spite of all the rest.' "'Not
3: a chance,' said Mandy, grinning. "'This one's Judith. How's that for a start?' "'Your young man's surname means Apple,
2: dear girl. That's how everything starts.'
0: Crown of Thorns will continue in chapter 23.